Hi, and welcome back to the Fit Body Healthy Soul Podcast. I am so thankful that you're here. And y'all, I mean, really and truly, I said this last time, but I am so thankful I am here. If you've been listening for a while, you know that we have made, our family made a transition from New York to Memphis. And at our last episode, I thought that we were on the other side. I thought we were like settled and ready to go. And life was finally in order. I did. And then everything got flipped upside down. And I mean everything. And in those moments, I, I, life just got in the way. Y'all, we were building a house and then we weren't building a house. You know, our daughter got sick and then we had Thanksgiving holidays and Christmas holidays and my parents came in town and my husband and I went away for a couple days and y'all, Life just got in the way. Oh, I forgot. We bought a new house and then we had water leaking coming through our roof in like week two. And when I say life got in the way, I mean life got in the way. But we're back and I'm back and I am so thankful for it. And so today, what I'm going to share about is what happens when life gets in the way? What do we do? How do we get out of just merely surviving to thriving? How do we go from that place where you're just tired and overwhelmed by what's in front of you and you know not caring for yourself well? How do we get out of that and get back into order and, and get back into thriving? Hi friend, are you like me and trying to live a healthy lifestyle, but life keeps getting in the way? If so, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help women like you find your healthiest self so that you can live out your purpose. Join me each week for some practical tools and encouragement on your fit body, healthy soul journey. We're going to start right where you are. Keep it simple and do this thing together. So for me, I have done lots and lots of transitions and I have found that there are, are kind of four things that I do that help me get out of that merely surviving. And I want to share that with you. I want to take you from surviving to thriving. I, you know, my, my joy and my hope is that along your fit body, healthy soul journey, as interruptions happen, that you not just let everything go, that you don't just give up, but that you learn to keep coming back and keep coming back. And that's part of what builds consistency is that when things get hard, even when they get hard and we let go a little bit, we have the wherewithal, we have the ability to look up notice the sky and keep soaring. So let's get started. Let's talk today about what to do when life gets in the way and what I like to call restarting. So the first, the first step in restarting is starting where you are. And y'all, this one's hard. It's like, it's, let's be real. It's literally about being real. You know, if, if you are where 92% of the country is right now, which is that their resolutions, they kind of left them behind because studies tell us that 92% of resolutions are no longer being walked out by the beginning of March. And that's where we are. We're at the beginning of March. And that means 
that, you know, only 8% of the people are still sticking to the resolutions who started them. So if you're not one of those 8%, and you're like everybody else, and you walked away from your resolutions, this is a good way to restart. This is a good way to get refocused. So the first step is to start where you are. Let's be honest, let's be real. Like, this is hard. Starting where where you are is hard because we have to let our guard down. We have to take the mask off and be honest. You know, what are you feeling right now? Are you like me? Are you in a place where you're just going through the motions and just surviving, like trying to piece it all together and frantically going from one appointment to the next and pickups and drop-offs and work and, and just trying to fit it all in and you feel cluttered all around you? Are you where I was just a few months ago? And where I've been in the past over and over. And if you are, I want to help you out of that. But the first part of like getting out of it is really saying, well, this is where I am. And once you recognize that's where you are and you make the decision to do the next step, which is dream about where you want to be, then it's so much easier. It's so much easier to take the next step toward your fit body, healthy soul. If you're just real about where you are, y'all, I was meeting with a client recently. And one of the things she shared with me is that this was the hardest step. She was like getting the help that I need to move forward is the hardest step because I actually have to admit that I'm not being healthy. That blew my mind. And she's not wrong. Y'all, the hardest part about living in that chaos or trying to get out of that chaos is like waking up, realizing that you're in it, right? So let's go from just merely surviving to thriving. And that next step, so you started by answering where you are. You know, let's be real. Where am I? Are you in that place? If you're in that place, okay, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves grace and forgiveness for, you know, whatever led us there. And let's move forward. Let's dream about where you want to be. And I think it's really easy to, when we talk about dreaming about where we want to be, I think a lot of people automatically go to like, I'm going to set this goal and I'm going to do this thing. And, and then I'm going to, you know, get there like this. But, but what if we looked at it differently? What if we started with how you want to feel? So we just talked about just surviving and being overwhelmed and in that clutter, cluttered place in your brain. What about you looked forward? What if we looked at, I want to feel healthy. I want to be calm. For me, I want to be a runner and a cyclist, and I want to be a loving mom, and I want to have a connected family. So what does that mean? How do we how do we do the next part, right? So that's where that's where I think dreaming is helpful. We've got to dream about how we want to feel along the way, not just the goal we want to attain. So for me, I know that if I want to be a runner, I, I am dreaming about being a runner, and then I define what being a runner means to me. Being a runner for me is running two to three times a week regularly, having that as part of the cadence of my life. Being healthy to me is, you know, I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but really just leaning into my fit body, healthy soul journey. That means that I'm moving my body three to five times a week. 
I'm eating well. I'm eating food that's nourishing my body. I'm eating food that that also loves my body. You know, I, I'm staying away from the stuff that like hurts my stomach or makes my my allergies go haywire and and produce lots of yucky stuff. I'm eating the things that I know loves my body well. I'm e- I'm staying away from things that give me lots and lots of inflammation because as a retired gymnast or like a former gymnast and athlete, y'all, I'm getting older and my body aches and so I've got to do everything I can to help those aches stay away. And so part of being healthy is moving my body, eating well and nurturing my soul. So for me and nurturing my soul, I just, I want to be connected to my friends. I want to be connected in community. And that's what that looks like for me. So that's the dream. And the next step, the next step is the plan. So what do all those things mean and how are we going to get there? So for me, you know, I already told you, I, I was merely surviving and there was so much clutter and it was hard. And then I dreamed about how I wanted to feel and what I wanted to be, which is calm and healthy, a runner, a cyclist, a loving mom, connected. I want to have a connected family and I want to be, you know, linking arms in a relationship with friends. And so now I got to plan it. How am I going to get there? Well, first is I'm going to take a make a tangible goal. So if I want to be healthy, I've got to pour into moving my body, eating well and living well and nurturing my soul. Okay. So that's all together, right? So in part of, part of being a runner and cyclist is in there too. So I want to reconnect with my running group and we're going to run on Saturday mornings. That that's one way that I plan, you know, I make sure to, when I'm planning about where I'm headed, I want to, make that space on my calendar, right? I'm going to going to look at those things that I want to to attain and make room for them on my calendar. So what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, for me, being calm, part of being calm is that I pray every morning, that I'm journaling every morning. And so I've got to block off that time and wake up early, make it a point to look at my schedule and and put that time in my day. Because I know that when I start my day journaling and in prayer and in the Bible, I am a better mom. I'm calm. I I can easily shift and move focus. Yeah. And and it it nurtures my soul. So so that that's first. If I'm talking about being a runner, like I said, I'm going to meet with my running group every Saturday morning. So I communicate what I need to my husband, which is, "Hey, I need you to hang out with Madison while I'm running." with my running group. And also I'm picking another day and putting it on my calendar that I'm running a different day too. And being a cyclist, like I'm an indoor cyclist. I don't cycle on the road anymore. I have neck issues and so I can't, but I love being on a bike. And so that is also in my day scheduling time multiple times a week to get on my bike. And so I am doing that. And that is, that's something that feeds my soul. I am like, I love cycling. I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but I love I love Soul Cycle, I love Peloton, I love Ride. Like I love just rhythmic cycling. And so that 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 time it feeds my soul and it feeds my body and it is awesome. So that time is for me. And then the other part that I mentioned is I want to be a loving mom. So what does that look like? What does that mean? Again, I got to start off calm. Got to start the day calm. So I block that calendar those things off, but 
I want to put in my calendar and schedule things that are fun for my daughter for us to do with her. So special time with me, special time with her dad so that she knows that she's loved by both of us, but also individually, she has connection time with with us. I try to do something special for her, whether that's just a little handwritten note or, you know, make time to to color with her or make art with her because that's that's something that's important to her. She loves painting. She loves coloring. She loves just going to the park. You know, that those are things. So I try to make space and room in our family schedule to love her how she needs to be. And so so then the next part that I talked about is is connecting, having a connected family. So I, I just talked about the time that we spend with our daughter individually, but this is the time that we spend together. So our family knows that Saturdays are our family day. So we we schedule our lives as such. So we may each have an activity in the morning and then we spend like a good chunk of the midday and afternoon and most most Saturday nights together. And that is part of, you know, having a rhythm as a family that we so that we can stay connected. The other thing that we do is once a week, we have like a family movie night. And that looks different. I mean, for for our daughter, because she's four, we can have a family movie night any night. And we just make sure that the, the movie starts early enough before bedtime that she gets a little playtime and we get to have dinner and do something silly, like have a special dinner in a like in a room we wouldn't normally eat at not at our dinner table while watching a movie it it's it's a thing but making the time and space on the calendar planning those things ahead of time that's the important part and preparing for them so to get from just merely surviving to thriving it really is just taking the moments and the minutes to think about where we are dream about where we want to go and then plan for it. And after we plan for it, this is the step that I feel like most people skip, but we got to do it. So if I say that I want, you know, to run, I've got to run. If I say that I in that time slot that I've given myself, if I say that I want to have a connected family, I actually have to plan for the event, I have to be prepared, I have to, you know, have you know, be ready for those things and not just let life take me away. I have to actually stick to that schedule. That's part of why I think planning is so important. So you know what's coming ahead and marking it off on the on the calendar is important. So you get those reminders and you can look at the week and say, oh, on Friday, we're going to have dinner at home and it, it needs to be an easy dinner. So maybe it's that we pick up pizza and we have that um in the living room or in our hearth room while we watch a movie with our daughter. So that's what that looks like. It, it's being intentional about following through. I know that life gets in the way sometimes, but how how we keep moving forward is doing what we planned on doing. So I'm, I hope that this helps you. I hope that you're able to take these four steps and make them your own. And I hope that if you are in that hard place and you hear this episode, that it will help you get out of the merely surviving and help you shift toward thriving. The the whole thing is just taking it one step at a time, one day at a time, little by little, and you'll get there. So thank you so much for being here. And I cannot wait to share more about your Fit Body Healthy Soul journey with you soon. Cheers. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. 
Connect with me at fitbodyhealthysoul.com and on Instagram at fitbody.healthysoul.